Welcome to the fourth part of a nine-part devotional, daily devotional, heading towards Passover weekend. We are we have titled the Passover weekend celebration Basca, which is the Greek and Hebrew and Latin sort of blend of that word, and the most popular uh, uh, word used for that time of the year. And we've decided to prepare our hearts and create space for it. And so that's what this devotional is about. And today I want to take you to a devotional for April 7th on the download available on our website or on the links in the chats below. If you want to have a look at all 40 days, most people celebrate a 40-day Lent. Some people fast over this time of the year. Everybody preparing towards a Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday Passover weekend. In our case, we'll do that by sharing communion together uh, on, on Good Friday and, and uh, water baptism on Resurrection Sunday, coupled to our normal services. So here we go. I wanted to share with you today out of 1 John chapter 4 for your devotional. It's from verse 13. Powerful scripture. It says this, This is how we know that we live in him and he is in us. He has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges, anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love of God that he has for us. God is love. God is share on that this weekend, I think. Whoever loves, whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete. Uh, among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear, because fear has to do with punishment, and the one who fears has not been made perfect in love. This passage of Scripture is huge. Um, it has components in it that talk about our relationship with God, what we need to know that we have God and God is in us and we are in God. It has consequences on the way we live our lives. In this world, we are like Jesus. And it has consequences on our understanding of peace and fear. And today, in, prep in preparation for our Passover journey, this little journey we're taking, having stopped at the Garden of Gethsemane uh, yesterday, today I want to remind you to fear not. The Bible teaches us that because Jesus is in us, that our internal ecosystem, our spiritual ecosystem, dominates over our external ecosystem. We don't always have a lot of control about our external ecosystem. Things happen to us and around us and in spite of us. And sometimes those are wonderful things and sometimes they're awful things. But those are external ecosystems. The internal ecosystem of our spirit has been made alive, is renewed, and is eternal. And there is something really particularly powerful about this idea that in order to test whether we are Christians, we simply need to ask ourselves only one thing. Have we received Jesus? He has given us his spirit. It's amazing how very often we think there's something we need to do to receive God, but actually it is what God has done that allows us to be born again. And so this passage of Scripture actually simplifies it. Stop fearing. Stop worrying whether you're doing it right. Stop worrying about whether it'll end well. Stop worrying and fearing about whether there will be some punishment or consequence or some repercussion that is just waiting to hit you hard in the stomach and knock the wind out your sails or out your gut. The Bible says that God loves us. 
And because he loves us, he has given of himself to us. And then we must be like Jesus on the earth. We must love others also. There is something so important and powerful about that idea. And so there are three takeaways or principles I kind of want to extract from this for our devotional and to share with you. The first is the idea that our faith is located internally and therefore it is unstealable. You know, before this, faith was external. It was at a temple and it relied on a ceremony and it was held by a man of God or a priest or somebody important in the faith. But Jesus said, I'll take it back. I'll be the chief priest, so I won't need you to act on my behalf. And I'll just distribute it directly into people's hearts so that there is no other mediator between God and man but Jesus Christ himself. Don't get that wrong. Don't allow things and people to act as intermediaries and mediators to determine what you should or shouldn't be. Let Jesus do that. Let the Spirit of God do that and let the Bible do that. So it's, it's been relocated from an external location where it is stealable and manipulatable, is that a word, and, and subject to culture and change and attitude, and it's become internal and it is purified because it is from the Spirit. It is secondly eternal. The love of God, God is love, is eternal. It's unbreakable. It's been orientated not on how how well I can love God, but on how much he loves us. God is love. My ability to love is diminished. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. So my ability to love God can't be the measure of my eternal destiny. God's ability to love me is the measure of my eternal destiny. And that makes me safe. That takes away a fear of judgment. It makes me safe because God's love is not volatile. God's love is eternal. So your faith has been located internally so it cannot be stolen and it has been located eternally so that it is not volatile and it is not un- it is not breakable and then thirdly it's this idea that because of this love of god in our hearts we are like jesus in this world it is uncontainable Do you know there is the sense during passover that we should include we should include people who've perhaps lost their way we should include people who've sinned against god themselves or their family and friends and have tripped and fallen. This is not the time to leave people behind. Passover is the time to pick people up. Because God loved me, I am obligated or compelled, Paul the Apostle says, to love others. And this idea is a true measure of the Passover season. If you didn't have, we would share with you. No one went hungry, all debts were cancelled, and people were Uh, uh, welcomed into a celebration of faith. Today, I want to remind you of the power of that. Your faith is internal and unstealable. It is eternal and unbreakable. And it is uncontainable and shareable. Don't keep it to yourself. Step out in faith and allow other people to be drawn into the journey and the celebration. So today when we pray and we prepare our hearts towards Passover, let's not be selfish and let's not be fearful And let's not be worried about whether we are in the faith or not in the faith and make it feel like it's some mystery where God's playing a cruel game of hide and seek and hoping you'll figure it out. 
He's demystified it all, simplified it all, taken away all the unnecessary steps, come directly to you. Hey, if you don't know Jesus, take a moment and pray this prayer with me also and invite him. Say, Lord, I believe, and we'll pray a prayer together. Share this with a friend, perhaps they need to hear this too. Somebody who may have tripped and fallen needs to hear that Passover is that great opportunity to remember it's all, it's all forgiven. So let's pray. So Father, we... Thank you so very much for the privilege of Scripture that you are love and that uh, uh, perfect love drives out all fear. There is no fearful expectation of punishment. We delete that. We cancel that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that because of that, our faith is located in our hearts and can't be stolen and it can't be manipulated. Thank you that you removed all the barriers and all the steps, unnecessary steps in reaching the Father and became that one mediator for us all. Thank you that when we accept you and we believe that you are the one sent to save the world, that we are saved and you give us of your spirit, put it in our hearts, and it gives us that assurance and confidence. And lastly, would you please teach us to share it, not contain it, and remember that everybody falls at some point and it's on us to help carry one another's burdens, lift one another up, and get us all to that celebration of Passover, a reminder of that perfect sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.